You know, it's always a pleasure and it's always a privilege to, to share the word of God and especially with a um, group of people, you know, teachers and also the kids. It's, I don't know, it's amazing um, what we've learned today. You know, take that to heart. Take that to heart. And if you need some acting um, lessons, we've got two, two choreographers that can teach you how to act and dance and sing. I'll just tell them at, um, out there to you. Praise God. Um, I know we've been listening to um, Hope this morning. And um, it's, a, um, it's a big lesson to learn about. And especially going through this time, Christmas season, you know, people are looking forward to spend a lot on materials, on things, on presents. And, um, but the lesson that we have when we looked at the video this morning, you know, the, the best gift that we can give is love. You know why? Because Jesus loved us. He was the reason for the season. And... Um, we also see Paul and Silas in Acts 16, verse 25 to 34. I'll just read this to us this morning. Acts 16. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a, such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and he saw the prison doors open. He drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in the house. At that hour of that night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. This morning, I want to talk about hope, like what the, the kids has presented to us. We know the story of Paul and Silas. Even though they were in, a, in, a, in the jail, they never stopped praising God. That's the, uh, the thing they had. They were praising God. They were singing. Let us put our, uh, ourselves into that situation. If we were in that situation, what we will do? I know we will be worried. Who's looking after my kids? Who's taking care of the family? How can bills be managed? All these things, as human, we think all these things every day. But for Paul and Silas, they never thought of those things. They were praising God. Why? Because they knew they had hope in Jesus Christ. They had hope in God that God will save them. We saw how Paul and Silas acted. How did we get ourselves into this mess? We were just preaching God. We were just preaching about Jesus. We were telling people the right things. 
Paul and Silas, they were praying and singing. They didn't complain. Instead of complaining, they were giving thanks to God. Instead of worrying about their brothers and sisters outside of prison, they were praising God. Let us bring that to us today. What are we worrying about? If we're all in this situation, especially Christmas time, we're worrying about who am I going to buy present for or who have I missed. It's saying in here, maintain a faith. They had faith. They kept their faith. Why? Because they knew their faith will carry them through in their Lord Jesus. Expect that God will be in the midst of your shaking grounds. If you're feeling discomfort, if you're feeling that you can't make needs, expect that God will be in that situation. If we give everything to God, he is near us. He is near you. Like he was with Paul and Silas. He was there all the time. He never left them. God was always with Paul and Silas. In the midst of the things that we are going through, God is in the midst of those things. And you can stand and proclaim and claim that God is with you. And speak that I can do all things. Philippians says, I can do all things through God who strengthens me. Because God provides. If you're worried about other things, brothers and sisters, look to Christ. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Many times in the Bible we see that, you know, God, God works in miracles. But his miracles comes at the right time. You know, our God is never too late. He always appears at the right time. Most of the time we think, I don't have anything right now. We are just worrying about right now. Don't worry about those things. God will be there at the right time. It's not our planning. There's a season for everything. There's a season for joy. There's a season for happiness. There's a season for mourning. But God always rocks up at the right time. He's never too late. And I can declare that and I can testify to that, that he's never too late. And this is what happens to Paul and, and Silas too. They had hope, but God came in at the right time. We hear about the guard. He was sleeping. The jail was dark. He was worried. He was just about to kill himself when Paul said, you don't have to do that. We are not away. We are here. You know, God breaks the chains for us. God breaks the chains. God breaks the boundaries that is holding us back. 
He breaks all those things. He put them to ground for you to walk free, for you to walk up and straight your head up and say, yes, I can. I am in victory. Why? Because God is with me. He's never too late. Next point that I want to bring to us. Look, especially at this time of Christmas, look for a redemptive opportunities in the midst of the shaking. Look for opportunities that you can serve God, that you can serve others. Like how we saw the video this morning. Take time out, you know, for us to spend time with others, to those that are not loved, to those, to our families that are sick, to our families that haven't been seen for, for ages. Even if you're in your shaky ground, take the time out. Why? Because God is with you. We have hope that Jesus will be there. We have hope that God is with me. He is living inside of us. He's never far away. Often we miss great opportunities by being distracted. Paul seized the opportunity to step in and minister to the jailer who assumed that everybody had escaped. But Paul and Silas said, we are here. And what did they have? They had a word of knowledge for that, for that jailer. They had a word of knowledge for that jailer and knew that the jailer was going to kill himself. But God just stepped in the right time. Even though we know that you know, it was dark in the jail, but there wasn't any lights. But the light was there. And who was that light? That is our Jesus Christ. You know, and um, I think this added to the jailer's awareness that the God to whom Paul and Silas had been singing were doing something amazing. You know, it, it brought an, um, an eye-opening to the jailer. And I think at that time he knew that this God is the real deal. You know, because they didn't run away. They stayed there. And praise God, what happened after that, it's amazing. Learn to receive good for those who once hurt you. Learn to receive good from those who once hurt you. Paul and Silas, they were chained up, they were beaten by this God. <laughs> but they didn't take any grudge on him. They had the love for that God. They didn't do anything. They didn't try and, and get everybody, come on, let's go. No, they stayed put. Why? Because they had something that was within them. And that something was our Lord Jesus Christ. Something they had to give to this God. Often we say, he did that to me. I will not forgive him. I will not go take presents to him. I will not do this for him. We have to stop that mentality and say, no, I will do this because I love my God. God loves me and I love him because who, you know, of who he, he, he is. doesn't matter who, what he's done to us. You know, it's hard to forgive one another. It's hard to forgive. But if, like what the video says, if we don't have Christ in us, then we will never get through those things. 
But because of Jesus living in us, we can get through those things. We fall, we step, we stand up, and we move forward with the help of God. Try not to stay in the little dungeon and say, I'm going to kill myself. A lot of people find easy way out. We see the things happening in this world. But we are a family that can put all these things behind and we are a family that can stand together and say, we will follow Christ, we will stand for Christ, we will love one another, we will love for those people out there. That is us. That is who we are. Are you a real Christian or a fake Christian? If we don't have the love of Christ in us, Paul and Silas did. They did not run away. But because of their love, they had the opportunity to bring this jailer to to Christ. And what we know, his whole family has been saved. Hallelujah. Then let's think, how many of his families, how many of his extended families, you know, have been saved? Let's ask the question, how many have we saved? Sometimes we plant the seed. Sometimes we water the seed. Somebody can just come behind and establish what you have prepared, but at least we plant a seed into somebody's life, especially at this time of Christmas. Presents are very good. I love presents. But the, gift, the best gift that we can give is our Lord Jesus Christ. If we can share that to one person and one person be saved, how many others can be saved? Praise God. Last point that I want to bring to us is the effects of obedience. The effects of obedience. Paul and Silas, they were able to witness to the jailer and family, and they got saved. The effects of obedience. If we don't have obedience in our lives, how can we get people into the kingdom of God? If we don't follow the calling that God has for us, how can we get people into the kingdom of God? Do we even know what's our calling? The first calling, love one another. Because Christ loved us. And the whole season of Christmas is about loving each other. Because that's the great gift God has given us. It's his little boy Jesus. Our gifts, we give our presents. But in that gift, sometimes it perishes. Sometimes it goes. Sometimes it's eaten. Sometimes it's, um, you know, somewhere else. Sometimes we put it in a closet. It's not being used. But the best gift of Jesus Christ can go on and on, and it goes forever. You know, even though in the busyness of this world, we are all busy. If you ask somebody, how was your week? Oh, busy. <laughs> if you ask somebody, oh, how was your week? Oh, yeah, I did. But you know what? I find that when you come to a time of God, spending time with God, it's just amazing. It just takes everything off your shoulders. It just gives you peace. It gives you joy. It gives you happiness. It gives you that hope. That, yeah, I can come to you, God. I can come to my father and say, yes, I can do this. 
But if we think about business, and most of us, you know, most of the people now, business here, there, everywhere, everywhere, and you know, you don't have time together. Make time for God. Listen to His voice. Listen to His leading. Listen to what He wants you to do. Listen to who He is telling you to go to. We have to make time. It's not them making time for us. It's us making time for others. You know, God loves us. Show that love, especially at this time. But don't, you know, not just only for this time. You know, it's for the time ahead. Put aside a time that you can find somebody to witness to, to talk about Christ. Or even just say a prayer for somebody. Let them know that we have hope in Jesus Christ. We have family members. They, don't, they know Christ, but they still haven't believed in Christ yet. They haven't received the Lord yet as their Savior. We do have families. I do. But it's who we are. It's what we show them. It's how we act. It's how we live. That's what's going to bring them to Christ. I had a meeting with um, Pastor Rodney the other day, and he goes, you are a very tough lady. (laughs) There are times that you can be tough. You can be tough. Why? Because of your love. Don't be tough because you're angry or you want everything done your way. No. You're tough because you want your people. You, You want your people saved. You want your people loved. You want your job done perfectly. It's not because you're angry at them, no. But because you love them. You love what you do. That's our worship. That's your worship to God. Wherever you are serving, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're doing it because Christ is in you. You are the Christ to this world. Like what the videos say, you are Jesus-like to this world. It's hard, but sometimes they're always tough love. But we don't stick on, the, on those things. We have a soft heart. Christ did that for us. He did those things in the Bible. He came and pushed um, those uh, people in the church selling stuff. He was angry. He was jealous. Why? Because his love is not for those things. His love was for these people to be saved. For these people to to know the the real meaning of, of love. We are all humans, yes. The video said we are all humans. But we can get past all these things with the help of Christ. So what jail are we in this morning? What jail is holding us this morning? Do we have any? Do you have any? If you have any, give it all to Christ. Don't look for anything for people to help us. You know, don't, sometimes we say, something comes up, oh yeah, I got this person I'm going to run to. Run to Christ first. 
he will bring the people to you. He will bring the situation into place. He has people already prepared to come and meet you. He already has people prepared to meet your need. Why? Because he's working in amongst us. He's working in you. He's working in these kids. And don't ever underestimate that. Why? Because he said, let the children come unto me, for they are like the kingdom of God. And today, you know, it's just a privilege to, to be a um, part of, of kids' ministry. They're not my jail. They are not our jail. They are our pride of joy. They are our happiness. They are the future leaders of this community, and I believe that, and I stand on that, and I will pray for these kids that they will be great leaders for this community in Jesus' name. And that's what I want us all, church, you know, to be back, to back up all these kids. And even the work the teachers that are doing, it's amazing. Even though we go ups and downs, everything doesn't go smooth. There's always rocky roads. But God is in the midst of those things. And what we, you know, it's always a joy. Why? Because we believe that our hope in Jesus Christ will fix everything that we're going through. In the midst of your shaky ground, remember, Jesus is our hope. He will be with you. He will never leave you like he promised. We will always have hope in Jesus Christ. And even if you're in the midst of, you know, of shaky grounds, pray. Sing to God. Praise God. You will see all these walls will be fallen. They will fall to the ground. They will be crushed. Why? Because God is looking at all these things. He's saying, come on, son. Come on, daughter. Sing praise to me. Worship. I will fix it for you. And I just want to, you know... For us this Christmas season, look for opportunities to serve God. Whether to give a gift for somebody, whether to help somebody on the road, whether to mow a lawn for somebody, or whether to cook a meal for somebody, whether to invite a stranger into your home, find opportunities to serve God. Because in the little things, God will bless you in the big things. We just have to do our little part. You know, I'm thankful to God that whatever situations that, um, you know, I go through, God always brings me out of it. Because I stand on his word and I, and I always declare that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. For this, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I'll read that again. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 
That's his will for you. He will bless you in any way, whatever you're looking for through the end of this year until the next year. All our ambitions, all our hopes, give it to Christ because he will serve you. He came to serve. We are his servants. We are here to serve others also. Like what John 13, 34 says, love one another as I have loved you. You know, this is the word of God saying to us, love one another. Are we going to do that this season? Are we going to only look at our families? No. Look for others outside. I always tell my kids, when you go to school, try and find somebody that is unloved. Try and find somebody that is left out of the group. So, uh, try and find somebody that, you know, that doesn't have anything. Serve with them. Share with them. Don't worry about your friends. Your friends have everything. Try and find opportunities rarely that you, you hardly see so you can serve them. Why? Because God's eyes is upon those people too. They are not neglected. Sometimes people feel neg neglected, especially kids. They don't have hope. Some don't have hope because of the situations they are in. But we have hope and we can pass on the hope to them. Amen. I believe that you've been blessed this morning. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for the messages that you have given us, Lord. Living in hope because we believe that you are the only hope that we have. In every circumstances that you're always there. And Lord, we pray that as we go out from these places, Lord, that we, will be, that we will find opportunities to serve one another, one another, Lord. That we will have opportunities to, you know, to find somebody to serve. Because that's your heart. Your heart is, for, is to love one another because you loved us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. just want to open this time. If um, somebody needs prayer. I'm going to ask all the kids to come on the stage. But I'm just going to open this time if anybody is in need of prayer. Prayer for healing or, you know, something that you want to be prayed for. I'll just ask you to come to the front while our kids are getting ready. Okay, this is our last item for today. But this is not the last time they're going to perform here. Tonight, I invite everybody, please, to come to Barnabas' house for the carols. They might be scared looking at you now, but... <laughs> um, they will be performing at Barnabas' house to, tonight. tonight. So parents, if you can bring your kids... Um, like what the program says, there'll be fun times for the kids at 5 o'clock, starting at 5. Um, there'll be face painting fusion. We'll be doing um, a lot of um, activities then. So around about 6.30, 6.40, Kids Church will be presenting their items. So it's not only here. They will be also performing at Barnabas house. Look, we pray that you have a blessed day today and this is their last performance for the day and um, we pray that your week will be blessed. Like I said before that, 
you know, find opportunities to serve. And please, if you have kids in here or you have kids outside of, um, of church, please pray for them. Okay, give them to the Lord because it's always a great joy to see your children grow up, you know, in the things of God. And that's our prayer for, <laughs> that's our, prayer for our children. So be blessed. We hope that, um, we hope that you, um, you know, that you will enjoy it. And we hope that you, today was a um, blessed day for you. Praise God.